0: So Quill, you, uh, you wanted to talk to Augustine about a, a certain brick situation? <laughs> uh, yes. So
1: after leaving Chalice napping on their bunk, uh, apparently quite easily, Chalice seems like a very trusting individual, I head on up back to the, uh, the helm where Captain is, and I say, so Captain... Uh, you may have noticed my new companion, the Brick. Brick actually has a very large family,
2: <laughs> and
1: they're currently in our compartment downstairs right now.
2: Right meow.
1: Right now. <laughs> right now, there's a whole family of Bricks in our smuggling compartment.
0: No no doing the cat game. We're already playing scalmability.
2: <laughs> I see, and
1: well, I, I just wanted to let you know that uh, unless you're you're taking a, a new gig in masonry, uh your your buddy here is having you transport a literal load of bricks. So you am going to suspect that this was uh, some kind of test of your loyalty, which we have maintained as you didn't open the crates and the uh, paper seals are still intact. But I don't know what you thought was happening. Uh, it's not. Whatever you thought was happening is not. Unless you thought it was a test of your loyalty, then it is. And you may have. I don't know. <laughs>
0: I think this probably isn't entirely out of character for your interaction with them this year before. They they are after all your your rival, Augusta. Yeah,
2: I've I've I figured it might be something of the sort. And I like to stay on their good side as much as possible. So if yeah. they felt that I needed to prove myself, well then so be it.
1: What have they got on you, Captain?
2: Yeah. Well, ain't that a story?
1: Oh goodness. <laughs> at some point we're gonna have to secure some more brandy, and I would love to hear it. Because I, <laughs> I suspect it could go on at least as long as the tales of the republic via our guest.
2: I could probably span that and then some.
1: Quell <laughs> quirks a quirks an eyebrow. And is already imagining all kinds of interesting and torrid adventures that our our illustrious captain has participated in. I mean, <laughs> the tales of the Purple family are infamous, and to know that Augustine may have been involved in a few, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. this is like Days of Our Lives right here on the Bolita. <laughs> yeah,
2: I don't remember how old. Um... Augustine was what age frame I put him in, but he's he's getting up there, so he's got some years for some adventures behind him.
0: Augustine has been around the vast a time or two. I just like to imagine that Augustine is like the
1: Casanova of the vast, but without the raging case of syphilis <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, and I think we can. Probably cut from that little conversation with, with Quell and Augustine being thoroughly unsurprised that Inishir was both trying to mess mess with them and test their loyalty. Uh, to a, a wide shot of the Beluga coming into view of Arbalon. And I think Arbalon is, is an interesting landberg. It's probably the largest landmass of any of the landbergs we've seen so far. Um, but it still looks almost like overcrowded because there's just trees bulging out of the top of it. Um, You know, it's just it's a carpet of emerald leaves, um, probably, you know, kind of various shades and uh, they kind of like crowd out of the top because there's just so many of them. And I think the, the thing that I have to ask as the beluga pulls into the, the one lone dock on the top of the trees is um, Myriad. Are the trees made out of carbon fiber?
3: <laughs> no. <laughs>
0: okay, I was prepared for either response. <laughs>
3: Um, but maybe gadget doesn't believe that. We'll find out. <laughs>
2: Are they just carbon because of fire?
0: <laughs> that's a shrug.
2: That's a shrug. Period.
0: <laughs>
3: How is carbon fiber made?
0: Uh, I mean, they take they take little carbon polymers and they like twist them together, right? And that's why it's so durable. Something like that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean I don't see why a tree couldn't do that. You know, I simple. just
1: I really like to imagine like every time you say carbon fiber, my brain substitutes fiber optic. And uh-huh. so I just imagine that all of the trees are made out of fiber optic cables and are lighting up all kinds of
0: amazing <laughs> color. This ain't no damn avatar. <laughs> please don't sue us james cameron um uh, and i think as you're as you're putting down in this the tops of this forest that is not made of carbon fiber but you'd be forgiven for maybe wondering because these trees are huge um uh at the the one port on the top of the, the landberg uh as you're starting to land and set down i think there's probably like uh there isn't, like, people who are waiting there to greet you or, like, flag you in or anything. But as you start to kind of scatter the dead leaves on the on the landing pad, just a ton of kids kind of come charging up uh, up nearby ramps and just start, like, kind of, like, gawking at the ship and, you know, kind of screaming back and forth at each other. Like, have they seen that one before? Oh, what kind of ship is that? Um, you know, like, well, who's, who do you think is aboard? That kind of thing. Um <laughs> Oh, and God, time... train spotters. Nice. So two <laughs> things,
1: two things that are very important here. One, I would have woken up our guest, Chalice, at their mm-hmm. request upon coming into to eyeshot of Arbalon. And two, this just further supports my firmly entrenched belief that Myriad is a hero of their people. And that they're going to be overjoyed <laughs> upon discovering Myriad's
0: return. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> mm. I think, uh, yeah, Chalice is grateful, and I think they they just found the view breathtaking, and they're like, um, they're just so excited. They see all the kids pouring up, and they're like, they they, they want to talk to all of them, but they're not. You know, they're not making a move before the captain, you know, they're not going to get off first or anything. They, <laughs> they've picked up that much uh, ship etiquette, at least. Uh, and yeah, you can you can set down. Um, Myriad, wh- how, what is how is Myriad feeling? Because I think it, it's been a little while since the last time you were on Arbalon, hasn't it?
3: Yes. Uh, okay. Myriad uh, probably feels a little sweaty. <laughs> mm. fair fair dripping uh, with sweat
0: like drenched uh-huh. um. <laughs> uh, so you know as the as the kids are kind of scattered around I think a few adults come up and start to wrangle them um, probably like a few of the folks who are who are teaching them before, and you know, getting the, getting them back in order, sending them down, getting a little bit more space for you to exit the the ship. Uh, and I think one of them will probably remain behind to to greet you. I don't know if it's, I mean, depending on how long it's been since you left, Myriad, I think they might, yeah, they they probably know you, right? Um, and I think they greet you, but they don't act like anything strange. They just like, you know, greet you warmly and they're like, it's good to have you back. (laughs) Assuming you're not just hiding in the ship the entire time. (laughs) I will probably come
3: off the ship a little bit after everyone else. Okay,
0: yeah. So they greet everybody else in turn. Um, You know, they probably get through with greeting Chalice after like a minute of them excitedly peppering them with questions. Um, And then Myriad comes out and they're like, say, oh, Myriad, Myriad, it's, it's good to see you. Um, we have some, we have the, the guest quarters prepared for you. We saw your ship coming in about a, an hour ago, um, which isn't unusual. You know, they have, people have like, you know, telescopes and stuff. Um, and you're all welcome to stay there for the, t- after that, um, or for the night. After that, of course, you'll receive your work assignments. Because if you stay here, you work here. <laughs> you know that, Myriad. Um, but <laughs> for tonight you're our guests
1: oh my goodness we get our own guest chambers this really is the hero's welcome isn't it Myriad oh, I can tell they're so happy and excited to see you home
3: Mary just like has a tight smile and is like mhm <laughs> yeah uh-huh.
1: and are they going to treat us to a feast maybe a buffalo. shh <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh,
0: the for, your guide pointedly acts like they like, didn't hear that <laughs> <I was like. laughs> uh, and yes they say now we, it's only the one guest residence because we only tend to entertain one group at a time but um i'm sure that you'll find the the amenities to your liking uh they they lead you down you know there's there's some ramps down through the treetops there's a kind of uh uh it's probably near the upper levels the corridors they're all kind of like built off of these these trunks and the the tree trunks if you've seen the star wars holiday special it probably looks <laughs> not entirely unlike uh the Wookiee homestead um <laughs> nice because you know it just kind of has that like it's a living room but more wood effect um <laughs> <laughs>
1: do we get the grandpa's
0: weird holographic singing machine? god no god no <laughs> um and i think uh yeah they, they show you inside and they smile and shut the door um and inside it's, it's nicely appointed but uh seated at the table this seated at the table, you know, just kind of resting there, like um, waiting, waiting for you to walk in is this old, like very old figure and Myriad knows them well. It's it's Arna. And I don't know. Do you think like tell me a little bit about family structures here? Do you think you're related to Arna? I think they're they're an elder here for sure. But, or do you think that's just more of a um, more of that sort of community relationship? So, Arbalon,
3: the way that the families work is that um, everyone sort of is a community family. Right, right. right. So, like, um, the parents all parent everyone's kids. Mm-hmm. So, everyone's, mm-hmm. a, everyone's parent is a parent of everyone everyone's kids is everyone (laughs) wait hold on (laughs) I think I know what you mean Um, does the surname (laughs) go ahead sir so like the it takes a village really
1: is literal here is (laughs) literal here (laughs) Right. so like there aren't
0: yeah okay good that's the idea I had going in um did you do you have the surname star spindle while you were here or is that something you adopted in your travels in the past um did have the surname Star Spindle while I was in
3: Arbolon, um, and so the way that the surnames work is that you take the surname of one parent, the first part of the surname of one parent, and the second part of the surname of the other parent, and you mix yeah. them together. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you, mix, you mix your parents' surnames.
2: So you could have <laughs> yeah, come sense. from Starfire and Wood Spindle?
1: Yeah, something um, like that. Yeah. I like the idea of mixing them together. Like you take the letters of their name from the Holy Scrabble set and then you throw <laughs> them up in the air <laughs> and you see what emerges. Mary just got super
4: lucky with that Scrabble tile fall. <laughs>
0: um, so I think this person is uh, Arna Yarn Spinner, um, who is, you know. Which is where the spindle in your name came from. At the spin okay. part. Uh and they are they're old. They're very old. They were old when you left. They look like an old lady drawn by Hayao Miyazaki. Um Aww. <laughs> and Hayao Miyazaki kind of draws like friendly old ladies and kind of like angry old ladies, and this one definitely tends more towards the angry old lady, but um, oh, just by default, that doesn't actually necessarily mean they're they're angry, um, and they're right now they're chewing a gummy substance and blowing bubbles with it, you know, just kind of idly as they they wait to catch your eye. Um,
3: I sort of make like indirect eye contact,
0: again, <laughs> like, shyly and meekly. <laughs> Myriad. We have something to discuss. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) You want to talk right here, or should we go somewhere else?
3: I mean, here's fine. We we can
0: talk right here. All right. Well, you left in a hurry last time, and that's what it is. That's fine. We don't all have to stay. You're free to go, but... When you left, the demand for your product didn't stop. They kept coming back from Eaton Heights. At first, we just told them to leave. And a few months later, an Offberg mercenary company took down a tree, trying to block a moose buffalo run. We decided the most realistic way to stop them from trampling Arbalon was to do it ourselves. I decided it. And I keep it quiet. And it's handy you arriving now. Because the folks we relied on, our lead hunter, just recently got hurt. We're due for a big shipment. Can we count on you?
3: Uh, Myriad takes a breath and a pause. I guess that's the sound of a bubble popping. (laughs) 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 Yeah, that is
1: exactly the sound of a bubble popping
0: wait are all of the rest of us here seeing this yeah because they asked if they wanted to do this in private and Myriad (laughs) Myriad was like this is fine (laughs) Myriad doesn't really
3: care about like secrets or like Mm -hmm. what's socially appropriate Um, (laughs) Myriad looks at the rest of their crew um, and looks at Augustine and says, "You want to go hunting
2: Well, I'm not much of a hunter, at least not the hunting you're talking about
1: <laughs> but, but wait a wait a second, wait, myriad, you're a hero of the people, and this Elder just said that there was, there were people who were coming here who were cutting down your precious trees and putting <laughs> hardship on on the fine people of Arborland. Obviously, you're best equipped to go ahead and and stop the threat.
0: I mean, Arna kind of scoffs under their breath when you say hero. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> I look at I look at Arna and I'm like, I never said that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: they
0: just nod and they blow another bubble.
1: <laughs> look look elder Arna, we obviously have a lot of skills, but it seems like, you know, with Myriad here Myriad is is amazing, and the people clearly look up to them. Maybe we could help unite the people against this threat instead of sacrificing more trees and
0: moose buffalo. It's a pretty thought. And uh, Arna kind of looks over at Myriad, like expecting their name. What do you call this one? Uh, This one's Quell. It's a pretty thought Quell but um, we've been working on this for a while, and this is the best we've got right now, so.
1: Well, uh, all
0: respect, Elder,
1: but you didn't have us before, and I mean, now Myriad's back.
0: You ever heard of something called Market Forces, young'un?
1: Uh, probably in <laughs> passing. I'm not sure it was directly relevant to me, but I mean, I was on Dime, and there's a lot
0: of market business on Dime. Mm. Yeah. I think some of them might have come from Dime. But this is what we need right now, Marion. The rest of you can, of course, get your rest, refuel, as long as you got the credits to trade that you need. But If Myriad's going to stay here, they have a special role.
3: Yeah, I can do some hunting.
0: All right. Welcome back. And they think they stand up. Uh, They pat you on the shoulder. They take out the gummy substance and they kind of stick it behind their ear. And they just start (laughs) and they say, shipment's due in a week. I'll let Shad fill you in on the details. And they, they step out and close the door behind him. Oh, no, before they say that, they say, of course, you all got the night off. Enjoy yourselves. Dinner at the Big Steady in a few hours. You're all welcome.
1: And with Myriad here, meets back on the menu, boy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they just kind of l- look at you for a moment like really kind of like search you this is probably like the first time you've actually I don't actually seen them say that in open here, their I eyes oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think they still give Quell a little bit of a look as they're walking out um, but they don't like full on search you uh, and they step out
1: Myriad what is going on here I thought they would be more excited to see one of their most illustrious and celebrated hunters. Uh, I don't
3: know exactly where you got that idea about me. Um... <laughs> I mean, you are a great hunter, right? Yes, I am good <laughs> at hunting.
1: Probably the best here on Arberlin.
3: I am one of the more skilled Hunters on this landberg, and you hunt in order to support the people, right? That is not a false statement.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, are you are you, are you lying? Augustine needs to know.
3: <laughs> I I have not told a single lie yet. I mean, All
1: that's right. really <laughs> a strange and complicated way to say yes. <laughs> <laughs> i
3: sold some of my hunted animals to people who wanted our delicacies you know because our animals here are very rare and hard to get um on other landbergs and not everybody an agreed with that decision, or approved of me doing that. And it created some tension between me and the people here, the community. Um, but it brought money for the community, which is why I did it. Uh, so... The problem is, is when I left, the people who I was selling to still wanted what I was giving them. So they came to try to get it themselves and have destroyed uh, my home.
1: Well, then it seems like the problem is the people. And (laughs) I feel better about eliminating them than continuing to serve them the delicacies of this fine planet. I mean, uh, Landberg. Not planet. We are not in
0: space. (laughs) Hey, as long as you don't (laughs) call it an island.
3: (laughs) It's still kind of my fault for going against the will of my community.
1: But I thought you were helping the community. By doing something that they
3: did not want. So that's not actually helpful.
5: Mm. But...
3: So now I should do what they do want
1: and let's go hunt some things. But this just seems like a, a perpetua- constantly perpetuating situation, a cycle, because we're not going to be here forever and these people will keep coming
0: back. Um, so just to uh, kind of go back, part of the reason that I think it, it went this way or it took shape this way is that you... You specifically did business with yazoo right yes and yazoo is a protector and affairs officer so one of your clients was the azure fleet uh i i don't know if quell knows that i don't think Quell knows that you did business with yazoo but um the azure fleet's kind of kind of big kind of kind of a tough problem to shake <laughs> right but not
1: all the azure fleet eats muffalo right it's pretty tasty I mean, it's not like they're just constantly serving Muffalo sloppy joes, right? Uh, Down in the canteen?
3: The the big rich people in the Azure fleet
5: who
1: have all the power are eating the Muffalo. So then what you're saying is we need to eliminate the immediate threat and then unseat (laughs) the false leader of the Azure fleet.
0: Chalice comes forward and they put a hand on uh, Quell's shoulder and they're like, I think this is maybe a sensitive issue for Myriad. Maybe we should give them a little time to think.
1: Yeah, thinking's good. <laughs> thinking's real good.
0: <laughs> and anyway, we can we can talk after dinner, right? What's the what do you think's gonna be on the menu, Myriad?
1: Aunt Muffalo. <laughs> <laughs>
3: probably not muffalo uh maybe some like swamp cabbage that's usually like plentiful uh drinks are usually armadillo bear milk um maybe some cougar (laughs) snake tongue uh sloth of
0: vulture neck (laughs) uh they're just like uh, nodding their heads and just going like, nodding their head. They only have the one head. Uh, nodding their head and going like, <laughs> wow, okay, I've never heard of any of those things, and this sounds fantastic. Watch
3: out for the mosquito butterflies. <laughs> oh, I will. I will.
0: They're really pretty, but they, <clears throat> they try to kill you. Oh, that sounds... I don't want to die. Okay, I will look out for those. Yes.
1: How I am deeply concerned... We are here in the trees where the mosquito butterflies can definitely reach which tells me that whatever is on the ground is even worse
0: <laughs> yes <laughs> absolutely uh okay uh and we can pull out here I just I wanted to put that little bit of pressure on you as you arrived, but uh like like everybody told you, you know you have this first night and then you've then you've got to start working because this is a uh, you know a community where everybody works and everybody benefits from the work um but tonight you can take your downtime because you haven't had your downtime yet. Oh, and I think you still need to figure out who you're taking chalice to, right? Don't worry. We'll, uh... We'll handle that. <laughs> um, I'm sure you'll you'll find them. Uh, but if you want to spend some downtime here, uh, there's the Big Steady, which is a great tree that leans off the side of the Landberg, where residents prepare and share communal meals. It smells delicious. There's Central, where the children are taught and residents gather to continue their education. It smells a little bad when the paper mill is running. Uh... There's the Terraced Trunks, where residents tend crops of massive massive mushrooms that grow on the side of ancient trees. It smells damp and fungal. Uh, And then Shod Shod Shop. Its logo has just the SHO with the lowercase d and p stacked on top of each other at the end, and smarmy kids call it Shodup. It smells (laughs) like oil. There's also the Forest floor, which is a dangerous place. Uh, What was the Trunks called? What was that? the terraced trunks, which is where they grow fungal crops and probably other kinds of, uh, like small scale agriculture? Like a terraced garden? Yep. Okay. But built on the side of big leaning trees. Sorry, uh, Google meets
3: closed captioning is telling me that you're oh. saying terrorist. Oh, no, <laughs> and I know that's not what you're saying, so I can't. I the terrorist trunks. Out. I God. can't
0: figure out what you're saying. Terraced? like terraces, like uh, the the kind of steps oh, built like, into the Yeah, like the terraced gardens yeah. in
1: Babylon or whatever. Okay.
0: Yeah.
2: Can can this go in the game info chat?
0: Sure, that makes sense. Let me uh, pull it up. Thank you. Hey, mm-hmm. I just want to make sure uh, Arna's
1: pronouns, because you said like a, that. Uh, Arna looked like a little old lady drawn by Miyazaki, so yep. I was referring with with feminine female pronouns, but mm-hmm. I also want to make sure that that was correct.
0: they have crone energy, but I think their pronouns are they them and okay. that that's fine don't worry about it I will make
1: sure I use they them yep
0: uh but yeah definite crone energy okay I um, pasting it into ec game info. Oh, and as a reminder, Arbalon's rule is off the grid. Unless your enemy faction has a significant presence on Arbalon, being at war does not decrease your free downtime actions. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is a little handy for you right now since you're at war with Protector Affairs. But as far as you know, they don't have a significant presence here. So I meant to uh, message you all and say, oh, have some, think about some downtime actions, but what? I forgot to do that.
2: Well, I always have one.
0: <laughs> you do? Because I... I can your always
2: acquire assets, or, well, I mean, that could be acquire assets, um, <laughs> or laying low, mm-hmm. and I was just reading lay low, uh, mm-hmm. to see what it, what had, what I had to do for wanted, or at war, if you are wanted, uh, mm-hmm. there is a wanted reduction clock.
0: Yeah, yeah, um. I think for getting rid of at war, yeah, because whether you're at war with a faction or wanted are two separate things. Um, Don't worry. Basically, not being at war with a faction, you have to get creative with. I I have some ideas, but I'm also totally open to hearing other ideas too. Uh, Reducing your heat just kind of reduces your overall wanted level. It doesn't affect individual factions. Yes.
2: Okay. Yeah, so there's nothing for at war besides at least nothing in downtime
0: no i mean you know maybe you could start a long term project of some kind if you think that would make sense like you know you can basically long term projects are how you quote break the rules um you know you can basically do anything with a long term project we just decide how long the project takes to fill
2: yep so i guess my question for the group is where might we go Next, because the fulmore were full Fulmar? Mm-hmm. Fulmar Ward, um, were almost wanted there, and were just a little bit less almost wanted mm-hmm. in turn. So, our next destination would be my focus.
0: I mean, if you ever want to go back to collect that money from the. Uh, I'll bring us back to the map from Gypsum Heights. The uh, cantina there. You would be heading back to the turn ward.
1: Oh, hey, yeah, and maybe but, they need some fresh ingredients from the bounty of Arborlon, which yep. apparently is not being heroically acquired. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, but if you wanna ever, if um, gadget is getting homesick, then you mm-hmm. know you could head to Subita and that's in the full reward. Uh, so either option would be good. Couldn't I, honestly, I think you would be contributing either way. It just depends yeah. on which way you want to contribute toward.
2: Um, we haven't been to Subida yet, right?
1: Nope. No, we have not. The technological sand wonder.
2: Uh, let's mm-hmm. do the full more word, just because it's a little bit higher as well. Um lay low. I guess my question is mm-hmm. how how is communication between the landbergs um, like if i good. if like if I wanted to start spreading something or misdirecting mm-hmm. how would that narrate
0: so the primary way that the landbergs communicate with each other is through the um the services of uh, what did i call that faction there i called them my secret favorite faction before and they still are um vast chronicle and semaphore which mm-hmm. has sort of these they have like a, a network that's sort of a hybrid of you know people just coming in and giving them updates but they also between particularly busy uh trade and travel routes they have these buoys that are just kind of permanent. They're like lighthouses, basically, but they have um, semaphore flags on top that people, you know, permanent people who are stationed up there will watch for signals from the Landberg, and then they'll relay that to the next station. So there is is an information network, and information can be disseminated that way, but it is unpredictable and not super fast.
1: (laughs) That sounds like Quell's reasoning skills. (laughs) <laughs> oh <laughs> <laughs> no that's not true Quell's reasoning is pretty fast but it is pretty unpredictable Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like lightning
0: <laughs> just enhanced my cognitive abilities and you do have a minus one with Vast Chronicle and Semaphore so lying to them you know they already don't like you like who cares right <laughs> <sighs> what do we do to piss them off that that one came all the way from when you were creating your crew uh and it is because um Aller has a bad relationship with them she messes, mm. she just messes with them too much Aller
2: <laughs> the keen-eared barkeep
1: oh yeah. yeah oh yeah where's Aller we we should be going and hanging out with Aller more
0: who knows <laughs> it's not like i know exactly where they are right now Except I
2: do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I, I find it kind of hard to narrate how I reduce our our heat in another system.
0: Well, honestly, part our... of this can just can just be time passing, right? You have a yeah. week to make this shipment happen. Uh, I'm if you don't ditch out, then that means you're spending at least a week here. Nobody's hearing anything about you. Um the news cycle moves on. Yeah, we don't need to get too fancy about it. If you just want to say that like, you know, you know, you've got you've got a little bit of a whisper network and just combined with that, that combining that with the amount of time you're spending out of the way here, that could that could be all it needs to be.
2: Okay. Um yeah, and I guess I could send a um a not lie message to Inishir <laughs> Uh, Just letting him know that everything is going as planned. Is it kind of? (laughs) Yeah, it is.
1: That is true. Captain is smart enough to plan for our general uh, (laughs) puckery. That that is accurate.
2: You plan for it by not planning it.
1: (laughs) Captain, uh... be like, everything is going as expected. This note that I did not say well.
0: <laughs> but... So normally I'd make a fortune roll with VC and S's tier to represent how well this message is conveyed. But I'm going to do it at minus one because they don't like you. So I'm yeah. rolling one d6, and they got a two. So it might be a little while till that message gets to them. But yeah, uh, no, that's fine.
2: We're gonna we're gonna be a while.
0: Yeah. So I will reduce your heat in the full reward by two. Alright, that was Augustine's free downtime action. Does anybody else know what they want to do? Um, If we wanted to... uh, Before I did some thinking about how the... um, mm, Actually, you know what? No, I don't want to devalue that. I was going to say, like, we could do a group meal. um, But... uh, No, you've actually got to get the ship upgrade to do that. But if you wanted to all cut loose at the meal... Then that would be a sensible place to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you can do you can do whatever you want, and it it doesn't all have to happen in the space of a night. You could also do some of this, you know, cutting loose over the week. It's just this is the one night you have where you're not expected to be contributing to Arbalon's uh, sustenance and survival.
2: Yeah, I only have three stress, so I'm not cutting loose.
0: Okay.
3: I have what four stress? Mm-hmm. Oh, I lost a stress when I when I resisted. Yeah, like, I think you I took was that like off. I thought yeah. I was like, yeah. why do I have less stress now? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's because I was banging on a travel trunk. <laughs> 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 um I was gonna cut loose, but I feel like that I I'm more likely to overindulge.
0: Mm. I mean, you're less likely to overindulge if you do it with somebody that you don't have a ton of connection with. I um. have the
3: same amount of connection with everyone, I think. <laughs>
0: ooh, ooh, but but that would be
3: a lot more interesting if I overindulge on Arbalon. <laughs> yeah, it would. <laughs> <laughs> um. I think I'm gonna cut loose at the meal.
0: Because we all go... We, the meal's at the big steady, right? The yep. big
3: tree with the food.
0: Yeah, I th- and I think it's like a big tree that kind of leans out over the edge of the of the landberg, but it's it's really old. If it was gonna fall over, it would have over, fallen over by now. <laughs> people <laughs> ever fall off the trees? I don't know, Miriam. Um... <laughs>
3: I mean, as kids, you learn not to fall off the trees.
1: <laughs> it's lesson number one. <laughs> or, or I guess at least the kids that are still here learn that lesson. Jeez. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> this is,
3: it's a... Uh, I mean, well, you learn not to fall off the trees be- by your parents keeping you on a leash. Like... we're on a harness pretty much all the time as kids and then eventually we just learn don't go too close to the edge hold (laughs) up
1: so when we saw all those children scampering around the dock as we landed they were all just on leashes we just saw a horde of children on leashes like somebody was walking a group of dogs in central park
3: i mean by the time by the time you're, like,
0: three or four, you don't need a leash. Okay, so, yeah. You figure it out. Maybe, like, one or two of them were leashed. So <laughs> just the toddlers? Yeah, just the toddlers. <laughs> yeah. I think it was, like, a mixed age group, you know? It was everybody from, like, toddlers to, like, young teens.
1: What the hell? <laughs> 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 Why?
5: That was definitely the toddlers. be
1: something Quell would, like, be pulling Pulling aside and be like, um... Oh. What's with the leashes?
3: Why are your
1: children on leashes?
3: Do you want them to fall off the trees? No. Well, (laughs) the forest floor is real dangerous. Mm. Also far down. Also it's really far down.
1: I mean, isn't there a different way? You've got them leashed like pets.
3: We're not holding on to them all the time. It's just so we can catch them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, god. Just, a child just goes plummeting over the edge, and the parents like,
0: Got it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, leash go. Need freedom.
1: <laughs> oh, oh god! Oh no! <laughs>
0: All right, Myriad. Who are you cutting loose with? <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, I'm probably cutting loose with Quell, and that's probably like our discussion during the meal.
0: They're over, over your m- moose buffalo jaws and whatnot. All right, give me that. Give me that roll. And mark, increase your connection clock with Mary with Quell by one. Okay.
1: Poor Quell. Quell's seen a lot of stuff in her time. I mean, she was an urchin. She's been a junk picker, but she has never seen these children plummeting out of trees. <laughs> what?
3: What am I rolling?
0: Uh, it'll be your current connection clock with Quell, which was two, as we established.
3: Okay. Two d six. Yeah. Yeah, I'll just roll two d
1: but who holds on to the, the urchin's leashes? Where are your urchins? <laughs> oh, where's the urchin minder?
0: Uh, this is a landberg that actually takes care of its children instead of putting them to work farm mining <laughs> artifacts. Uh, what? <Well>, <laughs> so Myriad got a one and a two, so you'll clear two stress. You definitely don't overindulge. Nice. And what does this look like?
3: Well, I guess... I was gonna say we just had that conversation. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Just a nice <laughs> over conversation over a meal. <laughs> just like explaining to Quell about the the leashes on the children and how we catch the children and take care of them <laughs> and uh-huh. raise them.
1: As we're watching. <laughs> and make sure like... they
3: don't fall.
1: <laughs> the, the beautiful evening display of bungee babies as they like, <laughs> go for the heads for open and get brought back up. <laughs> it's like,
0: oh, it's a beautiful uh... dance. <laughs> bungee babies. Um, yeah, I, I, I like that. I like that. <laughs> Quill uh, looks slightly horrified,
1: but is now more patient of
3: Felicia's. Mm. I'm sure Chalice is also listening to this conversation yeah. as well.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, I think they're, they're like, focusing, their fo- attention is split between so many things, but when you start talking about bungee babies, Chalice is like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and Myriad probably has to do some damage control real quick. Um. <laughs> oh,
1: I just love to imagine that there's at least a couple of the kids. You know how there's always those babies that think it's hilarious? to throw things off of their high chair and then watch the parent pick it back up and then throws oh. it immediately again. There's at least a couple kids that are like, I'm going over that edge just for funsies.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, and then just gotta bungee them right back. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's, let's go to Quell. What's your first downtime action going to be? Oh, goodness gracious.
1: Uh, let's see. Well... Well,
0: I, I just had that lovely moment with Myriad and learning about Bungee Babies. Mm-hmm. You could return the cut loose if you want to make it mutual. You could cut loose with somebody else.
1: You know, I have two with Gadget and two with Myriad. I only have one with Augustine. Mm-hmm. And Augustine and I need to sit down for a drink <laughs> so that I can learn all about Augustine's torrid youth. Which we already oh. suspected, but now has basically been confirmed and I need all the deets. Okay. Lay um, out the hot goss.
0: <laughs> Myriad, do you think like the the drinking establishment would probably be also on the, the big steady somewhere around there? Yeah.
3: Okay. It would probably be um, like not in the same area where the community food is but like mm-hmm. nearby
0: yeah like maybe a rung above or below yeah uh and what's the local drink like is it like gin because it tastes like trees What? okay yeah i have a bunch of uh british co-workers and they all love gin and i'm like oh god why <laughs>
2: just open a bottle of pine salt i mean yeah
1: i don't want to just like suck on pine needles either <laughs> no
0: no offense if any of you are listening to it i'm sure gin has many merits i just it's not for me i was um, gonna
3: say either gin or mead okay
2: i i, I vote mead i vote <laughs> mead
1: too because <laughs> honey is delicious
0: that comes from giant bees. <laughs> that's
1: okay. Oh, if we're gonna go have mead, I'm totally bringing the little mason bee with me, and I'll give it like a little puddle of it on the
0: counter. <laughs> <laughs> You're the only one who can see it. I think that's uh, okay. Gadget can see it too, because because she was involved with that. somehow. I just want to watch it model <laughs> the brick mason
1: bee butt over to drink some some mead. So
3: interesting thing about Arbolon, and I don't know if you remember this. Um, but the people of Arbalon actually celebrate spirits
5: mm-hmm.
3: um so like we we like celebrate spirits the same way we celebrate holidays
1: oh dang. yeah okay, yeah, that. yeah um, and quell doesn't know this so quell's gonna be trying to all like stealthy put a little like cap full of meat on the counter
0: like <laughs> <laughs> and I think I think the probably if this sounds right to you spirits don't reveal themselves probably that much more on Arbolon. It's just more like people know that they're there and they like you know they feel that they're there and um it's more just like seen as a part of life rather than like oh did you hear those weird stories?
1: Now, to bring the bee with me, do I have to keep hauling the brick around?
0: Yes. All right. Well, I've got some
1: ropes tied to the brick and I'm wearing it over my body like a crossbody bag. Uh-huh. And I'm just acting totally cash about it. Like, of
0: course, I'm wearing a brick. Okay, so you and Augustine and the brick are all uh, settled down. To your, well, <laughs> Augustine, do you, are you going to go drinking with Quell?
2: Yeah, I'll go drinking. But I don't know what stories I have about Augustine's
0: past. You don't need to tell uh, him right now. You don't uh, need to tell him.
1: I just want to know that we do at least get one
0: yeah like we could um, honestly, we could get the shot pulled back of just like Augustine's mouth moving and Quell going like really, um, or you could like you know play a coy and not let Quell know like we the audience doesn't need to know we just need to know if Quell knows anything more about augustine
2: um, I kinda want to just drag her along like that really enticing story that you just. Wanna know that detail, but you're not quite getting it. So you keep trailing along.
1: That's awesome, but also a dangerous game to play with Quell, because Quell will just insert information where information has not been given.
0: <laughs> All right, Quell, make your make your roll. <laughs> make All your right. roll to see how satisfied you are here. What am I rolling here? It's your uh, the qu- level of it's your connection one. with Augustine. So one. so one. One D6?
5: Mm-hmm. Boop.
0: Okay, good. So I lose three stress? Yep, you got a three, so you lose three stress. And then how? And I'm at five. Which I five, think is pretty so... good for you, right? So yeah, yeah,
1: I was at five, so now I'm down at two.
0: And nice. increase your connection clock with Augustine. Nice. Uh and yeah how how does the rest of the of this this drinking trip go is is quell fairly satisfied here dang apparently i have three
1: beliefs about myriad apparently i'm very connected with myriad Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> i was just looking at that. what was the question
0: oh i was just asking how how satisfied does uh, quell feel at the end of this is this still an avenue you're going to pursue further
1: quell will definitely pursue it further so quell I think Quell might be the youngest member of the crew
0: because um, she's like I said, eighteen or nineteen. Uh, just... I think Gadget might be younger. I'm not sure. Oh. I don't think we've ever nailed down Gadget's age.
4: <laughs> yeah, I kind of
0: always matched her
4: as the the precocious child. You know that that trope.
0: <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Do you think you're younger than Chalice? God, are you like twelve?
1: Yeah.
0: Chalice. Chalice, Chalice is like fifteen, 15 or sixteen. You're twelve. Oh, wow, you're flying. Oh, my God. <laughs>
1: My idea of this crew just shifted. You really are watching a bunch of little babies. (laughs) (laughs) So, so, like, because she's just starting to step into adulthood and she's still at that very, like, I know everything and nothing age, she really Mm -hmm. has, like, almost kind of some low-level hero worship for Augustine. Augustine fills this, like, -like mentor-slash-parent-slash-like-career hero role for Quell. So Quell really is like, oh, my gosh, tell me more. And like Quill knows Augustine is like leaving her hanging. But she thinks it's just because Augustine really knows how to keep someone on, on the edge of their seat for a good story. So she's <laughs> like, I clearly just need to give Kat more drunk and get more information out of him later. <laughs> yeah,
0: I don't think you're going to win a drinking contest with Augustine. I no, i not going
1: to, It's not going to be a contest. I'm not going to keep drinking. I'm just going to keep lying, Augustine. Right, right. I'll go. <laughs> Here you go, Augustine. Oh, love it. So, yeah, she, she leaves it even more like, my captain is just the best. And he's been up to all kinds of wild shenanigans. And that makes him even more relatable. And one day I'll have stories like his, but probably with less like.
0: Uh, weird engagement with the
1: purple family.
0: <laughs> you never know. Oh. Uh, all right, <laughs> and uh, Augustine, we the we can pan right over to you. What would you like to do for your first non-speaker downtime action?
2: Um, I was thinking I would train. Oh, fun! Um, because I only need one more for prowess. Mm-hmm. Fill that channel and i don't know if i want to do helm or maybe you know do some sparring with um get some sparring tips from myriad for scramble
0: well i think if you're planning on going (laughs) hunting with myriad that would be a sensible thing to learn you know how to move through the forest a little better or how to uh tangle with a uh tiger hawk or whatever
1: you know what a really good activity for building your
0: scramble is
1: practicing catching the leashes of bungee babies (laughs) i
0: feel like that's that's something you should be doing when you're already very good at (laughs) (laughs) that's not what you start with (laughs) i mean the high stakes really motivates you
1: yeah
2: whoops i dropped the baby (laughs) (laughs)
1: it's okay we'll have catchers down below
0: right like it's Mm -hmm. not gonna like they're gonna be like it's just all on you the catchers and the fungal rye um but yeah so what do you think Augustine?
2: yeah i I think it never hurts to know how to scramble a little bit so uh if myriad wouldn't mind Uh, i don't want you going out hunting on your own so what what tips can you give me
3: um married will give you some tips on how to approach a moose buffalo stare at it head on like for a date or so when you go for a moose buffalo you don't want to sneak up on it and scare it because it's going to run away faster than you can catch it you want to you want to go on, go at it head on and it's going to it's going to try to gore you if it gores you you're gonna die so don't (laughs) let it do that you gotta get it right between the eyes before it can kill you as you're facing it head on yeah (laughs) it's
0: gonna be more scared of you than you are of it
1: that sounds like a
0: lie I like to imagine that you're doing this at Central, where you've picked up like one of the kids' plushes of a moose buffalo, and you're like kind of like holding it up. Like now, you gotta go right between the eye here. And it's just gonna oh, come at you. Oh, it's gonna go it's real. Got... Fast. <laughs> <laughs> so... It's got a soft spot right here. So oh, I mean, God. the whole thing's soft because it's plush. But like, I'm in the real animal between the eyes.
1: That's the soft spot.
2: <laughs> so now my question is. How much of that was a lie?
0: <laughs> Period?
3: I mean, the soft spot was true. <laughs> <laughs> you you don't want to sneak up on it. It will be scared of you. I don't know how scared of it you are going to be, so that's... <laughs> 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 oh no!
2: So, based not- off of all the falsities, I can know what to do.
3: You do You do want to get it in between the eyes. You don't want to sneak up on it and scare it because you will not be able to catch it and you're going to lose it.
0: Yeah, it sounds like Myriad was being real with you there. Yeah. Well,
1: how big is a moose buffalo? Um... I mean, those are both large animals. Real yes. large.
3: So... <laughs> You know how big our ship is? The the whole
1: beluga? The whole yeah. where we all live?
3: Cut, mm-hmm. Yeah, so like cut that
0: in half. <laughs> what? That's like an elephant. <laughs> are you, why do you elephants? have
3: to
1: face down an elephant? Why do you put a face down an elephant that's trying to gore you?
3: A lot of What's meat? an elephant? <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh no.
0: Uh, all right. So that's a that's a a, a lovely scene of Myria just like being like okay i have just gotta get real with Augustine here for a minute because I honestly don't want them to die when we go out. <laughs> <laughs> as much as I like messing with Augustine for now and then, it wouldn't be great if they got gored to death. Um, just
2: just remember, if I don't make it back, you drive. That
4: <laughs> yeah. is true. Ooh, we gotta keep Augustine alive at all costs. <laughs> to be fair,
1: I have driven before. That is true. Mm -hmm. That is true. Maybe Chalice is like some kind of piloting
0: prodigy. (laughs) Well, I think the current plan is to leave Chalice on this Landberg, so I wouldn't rely too much on their piloting talents.
1: Oh, I forgot that we don't get to keep Chalice. That's so (laughs) sad. Oh, no.
0: (laughs) So sad. (laughs) Speaking of horribly distraught people, uh, what is Gadget going to do with her first free downtime action?
4: Gadget is extraordinarily stressed right now. Oh, Um, no. So I'm trying to think of a way for her to alleviate that stress. But some people are made out of stress and energy drinks, and that might be her thing. Um, But, uh, and you're like how some people when they're at peak stress, Mm -hmm. they still trigger their stress by engaging in in stressful activities, so she's going to be cutting loose with Augustine. (laughs) (laughs) Again. (laughs) (laughs) Gadget has two assumptions about Augustine. Uh He has ties to the the Assemblinati, and that's bad, and he has ties to the Protected Affairs, and that's also bad. Which one's worse? It's a little bit weird that he told us to not go through Chalice's things? Maybe he said that because he wanted us to go through their things. But so I'm Gadget. trying to put out feelers to find out how upset Augustine's gonna be when they find out that Chalice's items were tampered with.
1: I, mean, I gotta tell you, Gadget, as you do this, though, now that you have mentioned that you believe that uh, Augustine has ties to the Assemblinati... You also thought Chalice might have ties to the Assemblenati. Well, I 110% believe that. That I don't think
4: is a belief that's going to be um, wavering anytime soon. So,
1: do Augustine and Chalice already know each other? Was this well, all a setup?
4: I don't. Like, where does Augustine's loyalties lie, right? Yeah, that's yeah. what we need to find out.
0: Yep. All right. Yeah. And, how, and how are you doing it? What does this cut loose scene look like?
4: Well, we're at the, this is all before Augustine goes out drinking with Quill. Sure. Um, And normally Gadget doesn't trust food that she didn't reconstitute herself, but she (laughs) engaged in the social aspect of the dinner hall. Um, And she's just kind of like shooting the shit with Augustine. Like, so uh, you mentioned that we don't disturb our guests' items, and I'm not one who would lie to you. So, how are your feelings about that? Would you... God,
0: this this doesn't seem very soothing. (laughs) So what if I told you I did exactly what you told me not to and then I stole some of Chalice's personal property? Like, just theoretically. (laughs)
3: Hypothetically speaking.
2: (laughs) Well, so, look at it this way. If you were to be a guest on someone else's ship and had your belongings there, how would you feel if some of the crew went through your stuff when you weren't looking?
4: Oh, that's a great point, Augustine. I always assume that people do go through my things when I'm not looking. <laughs> I'm glad I had your blessing. Uh, my, let's my let's blessle, make the <laughs> My blessing? <laughs> I
2: I, kind of wanted to uh, find a way to throw in my relationship with Anishir to give give Gadget another tie to think about because now I'm tied to the Purple family as well.
0: (laughs) Yeah, maybe that's part of the reason this isn't quite as uh, relieving for Gadget as you thought. Like. Once you're kind of throwing all that out there, and you know, Augustine just adds, like, "Oh yeah, you know." And, and by the way, uh, did you even share? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, we go way back.
0: Oh no! <laughs> oh yeah, no! Yeah,
1: <laughs> I bet you do.
2: Well, bet you
4: do. <laughs> That—that's the purple family, right?
1: Oh, and yep. you remember you saw the purple yeah. family seal on those on those paper tags that we got the bricks. Oh, that's out. true. Yep. yep. They're like stamped on the on the inside. Also, I put a real-time capture of Gadget trying the food for the social aspect.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, how does Gadget like the food? Um it's
4: juicier than what she expected it to be. Normally when you reconstitute food, it's that delicious rate textured cardboard flavor. Like, you know, from a, a from an emergency ration pack. Uh, This is weirdly fresh and far too flavorful on the tongue. Not enough (laughs) sodium to make your heart stop. A little distressing.
0: Uh, And I think we we pull back as uh, Gadget takes a big bite, you know, somewhat satisfied with the Augustine answers from Augustine and just like begins to shift towards questioning what exactly this meat is trying to accomplish by being so damn juicy. (laughs) (laughs)